hello everyone and welcome back to the adventures of stuffers podcast i have no idea what episode number this is because i took a little bit of a break for the thanksgiving holiday but do i have a treat for you guys it is my husband jackson on the show today yes husband you heard that right everyone we did our wedding again again and again and we went to the parks again and he's here to you know say a few things hopefully positive but probably not so hello jackson welcome welcome he's downstairs i'm upstairs you know it's episode 14 by the way (laughs) he knows more things than i do wow lucky number 14 but we're recording this no is it really 14 am i on 14 already this is wow so get yourself Yes, get yourself a supportive partner, uh, someone who knows what episode you're on before you even know. Anyway, so Jackson, I usually start off the show or the episodes with the Disney and or Universal origin story. If you wanted to share about your, you know, life before me when you went to the parks and cruises and literally everything that I haven't done yet. Sure. I um, don't remember the first time I ever went to Disney. I just remember my parents used to do this thing where they'd be like oh we're going to the furniture store and the whole trunk would be filled with like suitcases and stuff and then we'd be driving and this is when i was pretty little so it was probably around four or five and we'd be driving and driving and driving and uh, i'd be like well, why aren't we at the furniture store yet and they're like oh we're going to disney furniture and, store uh, yeah they would say something that would make me like kind of bummed and then they would like surprise us and we would just be on our way to Disney. We used to stay at the mm-hmm. Contemporary usually, but I've stayed at all of the mm-hmm. I've stayed of course, at yeah. of course you have. The Polynesian, I've stayed at the Grand Floridian, but we used to usually go to the Contemporary. And that's probably where I have the most fond memories of is at the Contemporary. Part of why why I proposed at the Contemporary was because it was a special place to you and to me. Wow, yeah. you're hearing it here first, folks. You're hearing it here first. I will say Jackson and I did stay there last year. Was it? Yeah, it was a year ago, actually. Mm -hmm. Our experience is not great. And then this trip, we went to the Contemporary again, not to stay, but to eat and try to get a coffee. And it just wasn't, just wasn't it, guys. It wasn't it. We're not doing that again. Maybe that's why my parents were always stressed because you don't have that perspective as a kid. Maybe Disney was always like this, but I have big Disney fans listening to this. Maybe, maybe don't generalize Disney like that. Maybe just I don't know. I just find it very stressful in general. <laughs> I think I don't know. I, I understand like why they wouldn't want you. I guess we should give some context. We our Uber was denied access into the contemporary uh, at the security gate, um, e- even though that you showed an order. Um, yes, for- I ordered. So this so, is a fun fact for everyone. If you're trying to do the strat where you get dropped off at the contemporary instead of having to go to, through the TTC, you have to have a sit-down reservation for um, Chef Mickey's or the other place in there that I can't think of at the moment. You cannot get in with a mobile order for Contempo Cafe, which is what we did. But go ahead and tell them your story. And I, Yeah, I think it's fair to not let people in if they don't have an order. But if the issue is that people are canceling their orders um, and Disney's solution to that is to not letting those people in, I think that sounds like a Disney problem and they need to figure out a more customer friendly way to do that because you're assuming your customer has a, not like, I don't want to sound dramatic, but like a, is this dishonest or like has a sinister, you know, plan to sneak into your park, uh, to get into your park easier by exploiting your 
uh, how close contemporary is in. Yeah. I mean, we're proximity. already paying hundreds of dollars for the ticket and then we're also yeah. paying for food. So it's not like we're not. Yeah. So the solution to that would probably not be to just assume that the customer is going to cancel the order and just get in the park. Cause we actually, we're not going to do that. We did not do that. We ended up going and getting our order anyways, cause I really needed a coffee. And I'll go on about the coffee experience there because we tried to get coffee again in there. And let me tell you, that was not a good experience. But I, I don't think the solution is to uh, assume that your customer is trying to be sneaky or something. I mean, if, if, if people are canceling their orders, just don't let them cancel within X amount of time. Which you really, you can't. So mm-hmm. what, what you do is, is you make a reservation for the sit-down restaurants. And you either sit at the rest, you know, eat at the places that you reserve or you can attempt to modify a reservation for a later date and then cancel it. But with how new Steakhouse 71 is and with how, you know, you know, it's kind of hard to change up reservations nowadays. So you can't always, you can't always do that hack anymore. And I just, Contempo is a good, quick meal that's not a terrible value for what you get, which is why I did it that way. But they yeah, I think that their there. breakfast, they're quick for like a quick serve breakfast place. And and I do think Disney's food has gotten a lot better over the, as a kid, I remember at least my parents complaining about how bad the food is. And um, I, I don't, I do remember it just not being so great, especially in the parks. But I do think that, yeah, the quick serve, being able to just grab a quick breakfast is good. I, I just think the solution to that is not denying access to your hotel grounds because you don't want people cheesing the system. I mean, Definitely don't let people in who are just doing that if that's a problem because I could see where it would cause a lot of traffic um, and stuff like that. But all we did, and anyways, was just get out after the security gate because uh, our Uber driver was kind of confused and I would have been too about where to take us after that. So I guess they were directing us to the transportation and ticket center, but yeah. that just makes it confusing for everybody. Correct. Um, and so, also, we didn't want to do that. So here we are. Yeah. So all, all he did was just let us out and we just walked right in. So. Don't Great recommend, job, yeah. Don't recommend uh, stopping in the middle of the road, but oh, yeah, there's no behind us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we, we yeah, made sure it was, that it was, it was safe. All, yeah, we didn't do it in that crazy intersection. We did it just literally at the other side of the exit of the security. Okay, I'm gonna back up now that we've gotten our negative Disney experience out of the way. I'm gonna back up to last week. Oh, that's not where it ends. That's not the, that's I, just the beginning. I will, yeah, also true. But we're going to start with happy times because last week we, well, no, two weeks ago. It wasn't even last week. It was technically a week and a half ago was our wedding. Our, our quote unquote post COVID celebration, which yeah. COVID's not over, but you know, it was safe enough where we could join in with our friends and fam. And let me tell you, I'm glad it's over because I was very stressed leading up to it, but it turned out to be a great time. We had Landon officiate our ceremony. He did a great job. So thanks, Landon. Thank you, Landon. 10 out of 10 job. More pictures to come of him and his... Yeah, everyone said what a great job he did and how funny it was and how, yeah, it was perfect. Yep. Really nailed it, man. Really nailed it. And then Justin and Sam came, Adam came to represent the podcasting crew. So that was really fun. And we just got to see people that we probably haven't seen in years. Honestly, you had some Miami friends that you haven't seen and I never met. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, they were, they were the life of the party. The Miami friends, my Miami friends are, um, I feel like, yeah, they're wild. 
great people though. I'm so glad that they came. Yep. Everyone had a great time. If no one saw all my Instagram posts and by all Instagram posts, I did maybe a handful of the actual wedding. I'll be posting more pictures. So make sure to go look at that. Jackson looked great. I looked flawless. Just kidding. I just looked really pretty. And I lived out my best Disney princess dreams. Yeah, we should probably Hmm. explain that it was the, we had, we were already married. Oh, well, yeah, everyone, everyone should know. Yeah, but you might have some people who are just tuning in and don't know you on a personal level. Well, friends. For those people, we were were already married. We were already married prior to this for a year. And we got married during COVID. Uh, We did a small ceremony. Uh, We had originally planned to do this pre-COVID at celebration we were only able to postpone the event uh wedding by a year so we ended up getting married and then planning to do the celebration after covid and since the vaccine's out now uh, we felt you know safe to do that so it, it was a great time just wanted to give some explanation thank you for letting them know again that well, i am you, indeed you, married you might have you get thousands and thousands of <laughs> listeners you don't i mean you could this could pop off this could be the big one yep you know having my you husband give on some really explanation, just pops I think. it off Anyway, so we had our wedding at the Bohemian Hotel Celebration. It was beautiful, really, you know, wow. I don't think I could have asked for a better place other than Disney if it was cheaper or Universal if it was even more cheaper. But I think we pulled it off. We had great vendors, great photographer, great cake, great flowers, everything. Our DJ, I honestly, I highly recommend the DJ we used. If anyone needs a DJ for their upcoming event, please let me know and I'll let you know who they are so you can call them up. But do you have any wish we did or wish we didn't for the wedding? I No, I think it was perfect in every way. I mean, it, it yeah, it went a lot smoother than I thought. I don't know. It was perfect every way. I, I wouldn't change anything and I, I don't wish for anything more. I just, it's one of those memories that you'll just always be able to look back on and it was a nice just a nice to have to be with friends and family and it was nice it was a nice like moment away from the stress of covid so yes we were in our own little bubble life in general <laughs> also true i will say i think i the my favorite part was that all of our friends like they're from different circles that you know we know them from different places but everyone managed to get along and just become friends in in general So I think that was, I think we did great with that in terms of seating everyone and them having a good time. I think it was great. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into the nitty gritty of our post wedding. We, what did we do first? We stayed at the Hard Rock because, you know, that's our favorite hotel. And we got a really great rate with the Orlando Informer meetup rate. So y'all don't sleep on those rates and don't sleep on the meetups because, whoo. They were great. They were great. Oh, actually, we did a meetup before the wedding with 22 of our closest friends. 23? Oh, yeah. We totally forgot about that. Yeah. We, yes. 23 of our closest friends, aka our wedding party and their plus ones. We took them all to experience the Orlando Informer meetup. We all got to ride the Velocicoaster together, which was awesome because we were most of the train. We did Hagrid's together. We did, what else did we do? It was it was crazy because there were so many people, so many different friends, so many things to do, so much food to eat. How much stuff oh. we did? Oh my goodness, I have to like think back on it. Um, don't recommend going with a group of 
20, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very, it was very fun. Don't get me wrong. It's just, um, it's not really feasible to stay together. And I think we knew that honestly going in, but I think it was kind of, I was just feeling like I wanted to make sure I was spending time with everybody. And it was difficult to like juggle that with 20 people that were all wanting to ride different things. I was just happy that we were able to ride everyone who wanted to ride the roller coasters was able to ride them together. So that was fun. Um, everyone loved Velocicoaster and Hagrid's. Um, we did Hulk as well. I, I love Hulk too, but I, yeah. um, as I've gotten older now that I'm, you know, 27 and getting old, uh, it just doesn't treat me well. Uh, a little rough. <laughs> I start to, I feel like I start to like, uh, it rattles my brain a little bit too much, but I do like the ride. That one still kind of freaks me out too, honestly. The other coasters I'm not scared to get on, um, but the Hulk still gets me a little scared. And uh, we just avoid Rip Ride Rocket because it's just been so rough. Uh, they need to like do some maintenance on that ride. Like the track is just kind of boggles your brain. It's not in the same way. The Hulk is just. I feel like the D-force on it is just because they did refurb that one recently, right? Or not recently, but the Hulk has. Yeah, the Hulk has gotten. It's more just the G's. Just I don't know. I don't know. Rip Ride Rocket rattles your head a lot. Where you go, bang, 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 bang. This is like a rough ride. It's like. But it's fun when it's that like, rough. Yeah. Like, because the first time I wrote it, it was so smooth. I just hope they don't let Velocicoaster get to that point ever. Because, man. <laughs> I don't think yeah. so. But I don't know. But it was really fun. We had Louis, which we always have. I didn't get my Florian Fortescue's ice cream. It's fine. I'll cry. I do. I did get a butterbeer. What else did we eat? I had churros. We had pretzels. Oh, God. You, tried the, you mentioned the tacos? Oh, we tried the Bumblebee Man ta- t- Bumble Bum yeah, the Bumblebee Tacos in Simpsons area. I thoroughly enjoyed the two that we tried, which were the carne asada and the Korean barbecue. I do think the carne asada is better. The Korean barbecue is more on the sweeter side, which I like sweet stuff. I just don't know what I was expecting. It just wasn't it just wasn't my favorite out of the two, but they were both delicious. And yeah, the carne asada was good. It wasn't dry. It wasn't uh, dry. Like the salsa was on, yeah. was good on top. It was just wow. Wow, 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 wow. That's what I have to say. Yeah, theme park food, or at least, you know, Universal and, and both the Universal Disney have really stepped up the quality of like their food. You don't feel like you're having a expensive, terrible meal. You're just having an expensive meal. But yeah, it's oh, a lot better yeah. than it used to be in general. There are we, some exceptions, especially we road. Disney. Oh, let's, we'll get to that. Don't you worry. What else do we do? We do anything else? Everything was pretty much walk on. That's why I love the meetups because everything's walk on. The food's unlimited and you feel like you really get the full theme park experience without the crowds because it was busy during the day. I mean, we did have express passes with Hard Rock, so it wasn't that bad. Meet up 10 out of 10, maybe don't bring 20 people, you know, but we all had fun at the end of the day. And then we got married and had an even better time. And yeah, I'd think- say the meetup is probably the best way to experience the park if you've never been there. Because you do get to do everything without the Express. Because the Express, you miss some of the experiences on, well, like on Men in Black. On the cues. Yeah. For Men in Black, for sure, is a good example of that where the first time. You, but it, and that one's only good if you have someone who's, uh, if one of the employees or the employee doing it is really into it. Because the whole intro thing, because it, it's pretty much improv. I'm sure they have some sort of script, but. They kind of have fun with it. So depending on how much fun the employees having with it, it can be kind of hit or miss. But yeah, I think it's the best way to experience the park uh, for your first time or parks. See that? I've sold Jackson on it. You see that? I try. This is this is what I do. I sell people on this experience. And I know Lewis went uh, the night we went. We just 
going different paths and we didn't run into him and Landon also went which I'll have him on maybe hopefully the next episode to talk about his experience and everything Uh, who else came with us that hadn't experienced it I mean all of our friends hadn't been to Universal either in a long time or ever and I think everyone can say that they had a fantastic time and we might actually make this a yearly thing with our friends maybe not all 20 of them but you know (laughs) some of them a manageable amount probably but then we went to disney for two days one day we went with our friends gage and dawson who are visiting from canada we went to me and jackson started on monday at magic kingdom and then hopped to meet them at hollywood studios and boy does jackson have some thoughts about magic kingdom honestly i have thoughts about magic kingdom but i digress it's fine it's just a packed Uh park wouldn't you say I think it's just kind of like a nostalgia trip for people. And for me, I, it does, I maybe I'm just spoiled and have been there so many times in my life that it, it doesn't do it for me anymore. But uh, it just feels kind of dated, overcrowded. You feel like you're just, uh, and it's not the case with all the other Disney parks. I mean, Epcot, probably much, like, I think Epcot is the best walking around experience. But yeah, back to Magic Kingdom, it's, yeah, I just feel like I'm pushing through shoulders and it's just a stressful experience overall to me. And I don't feel the same joy from rewriting the Magic Kingdom rides as I do other rides at other parks. I just, I've, I probably have just been on them way too much. It just doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. I'm like, All right, I've been there, done that. And, yeah, um, we, so we managed, we got there at like what, nine, 10 o'clock. I even did Genie Plus just to try it. Genie Plus is a waste of your money. Don't even waste your time. That's what I'm going to tell you. But we managed to ride all the rides that we wanted to do. We did Big Thunder, Space, Space Ranger Spin, uh, People mm-hmm. Mover, uh, Haunted Mansion, and Pirates. I think those are all the ones that we wanted to hit. And we managed to do all that by 12, 1 o'clock. And I booked the Big Thunder Mountain Genie Plus Pass. Around the time we got there for a return time between 11.30 and 12.30 or 11.30 and 12, whatever the window was. And then after we we did that, I mean, none of the other return times were until one o'clock, which we were planning to head out around that time anyway to go meet up with Gage and Dawson. So, it, I mean, you don't really get very much value because there's nothing really else you, you Does the Genie ride. Plus tra- transfer between parks? It does. There was just also nothing at Hollywood Studios that was worth yeah it seems like, like that had a, it was all return times of like five six o'clock by the time that you get there halfway through the day and you know it, the standby lines weren't honestly that bad at all i think the longest wait we had was smugglers run i think which yeah. is an awesome ride i think everyone should ride smugglers run especially That's if so you much have fun with, friends. with friends yeah we, that was so good jackson and i were pilots i was up down jackson was left right and gage and dawson were the gunners and then we had two, two random, random people, people, but they seemed to enjoy our witty banter. So yeah, we were. It was fun. That's a that's a good. I love. I do love Hollywood. What they've done with um, Hollywood Studios. I still sometimes call it MGM. Or yeah, well, no, we all do. We all do. But, Always um, MGM. I just Magic Kingdom wasn't it, I, especially with our morning starting out with us trying to get breakfast, and they were just like, "Nah, you can't come in." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" Like uh, that put a sour taste in my mouth. Then we got there and it was it was packed. Like, you know, of course it is. The the cast members were more or less nice, kind of, for the most part. What else? I don't think we really interacted with many people. We met some nice folks from South Dakota, I think, that won the trip off a radio, oh, yeah, local radio kids. station. So that yeah. was cool. Just kind of talking to people again. 
And I, I knew the they rides. were from Florida because they like engaged in conversation with us, like without any. They were just like, "Hey, how's it going?" And I'm like, "Oh, he's talking to me." Yep. And I just kind of like freaked out for a minute, and then oh, then I started acting like a normal human being and talking to him. Uh, yep. But and then I think our next issue, we we got through all of our rides. It was fine. It was you know it was sunny. It was hot. You know, it is what it is. It's Florida. But then when we went back to the Contemporary to go catch the bus to Hollywood Studios, Jackson wanted a coffee. Well, I guess I should just be a little more specific about what what I don't like about Magic Kingdom personally. Oh, go ahead. I don't get the nostalgia factor from it, which is what I was trying to say. And that's like, you know, that's my own personal thing. But I just feel like compared to other parks, it's like walking around it. I don't find it super like, like, I don't find it an enjoyable park to just walk around. And I think as I've gotten older, I appreciate the like as stephanie always said the ambiance and the, the vibe of walking around uh, you don't really get that as much from um magic kingdom i think i mean there's and no there's no space <laughs> there's no, you're just pushing through it's very stressful you feel like it like forces you to be like on a mission like to get to places it's like i need to get here i need to get here we need to do this 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 and then we went to epcot it's more of like hey what do you want to do right now or like or not hollywood hollywood's kind of like that too but it has more space i feel like to walk around and i don't feel like i'm stepping on people at hollywood studios even when it was really busy that day it was really busy this the the second the day two, we went. well yeah the, i think the two days we went were busy i think the first day was better than the second we were able to go on uh what did we go on mickey and minnie's smugglers Love that ride. it's a great ride uh gage and dawson went on rise before we even got there they waited over two hours but we knew that they needed to ride it because you know, yeah, it's been on it's it. It's a cool experience. The ride's like an experience, not even like a ride. It's like, and crazy. we didn't do anything in Toy Story. I think we only rode a couple of rides. If I'm being honest, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, we only did a couple of rides. We ate at the Brown Derby, which is very good. The Cobb salad was very delicious. The Margarita Flight was a great value. You get like yeah, three. It did seem like like nice glasses of mar- you know margarita. And gen- they were seemed pretty generous. This the portion, like the glass, like it was probably like a. I don't know. It seemed like a generous portion. Yeah, it, it wasn't like just a like normal... a little taster. Yeah, I was thinking was you were going to get like three tasters. It was. It was. I would have cried, but it was seventeen dollars. But it was very good. The orange one was my favorite, and then the pomegranate, and then the normal margarita. And you get all three of those included with the flight. And oh, we can. Yeah, the coffee was good there too. And at first, oh. I saw that on the menu it was nine dollars for a coffee, and I was like, oh my goodness! But they give you a whole pitcher. Yeah, it's like two and a and half cups or something like that. Which reminds me, we didn't go back to that contemporary thing. Like, I needed a coffee before I went to Hollywood Studios. So we were going to stop at the contemporary, get a coffee and catch the bus from contemporary to Hollywood. And there's that coffee place in the lobby. And it looked open. There was no sign that said closed. And the lady was just like, like wiping stuff down. And I'm standing there smiling, whatever. And she just like looked at me. We're closed. And I'm like, okay. And then I was that I was like, what the heck, man? Like, it was just like weird. It was like, I, they just must be not treating their employees well or something. Like, I wouldn't be surprised, but it just seems like there's a, I know like a lot of corporations are suffering that right now with low morale and not just within theme parks, like just corporate environments have a very, that's like the great resignation, I think is what they're calling it right now. But yeah, I, I think the employee morale there must be down. And I don't get that vibe from Universal. Like, I mean, it's night and day. I, I don't know if they know who Stephanie is, and they're like oh, sucking up might. over there. But <laughs> just kidding, they don't. It's like they a, don't it's like a, a night and day difference. It's crazy. Yeah, I just Hollywood. I will say, our second day at Hollywood Studios, I 
it was to the point where we weren't sure what to do because the waits were very long and it wasn't, you know, it, it was blazing sun. It was kind of one of the hotter days. We got breakfast at Woody's lunchbox, which those tachos were very, very good. Their holiday pop tart was also, or yeah, is that what they're called? The little pop tart tart things. Those were very good. And then you had the turkey sandwich. How was that turkey sandwich? Um, the it tasted the bread was good. It didn't taste like it was sitting in a. You know how sometimes if you get like a sandwich from those places, it tastes like it's been sitting in like a fridge. Yeah. Like uh, it, it tasted like the you know, like they just had like not fresh baked bread, but they were buying loaves of bread or something, and it wasn't like this refrigerated it wasn't those bread or like gross. Yeah, it didn't taste prepackaged exactly, and it. And the turkey was good. It, it tasted kind of like, not like super fresh carved turkey, but it was more of like a carved turkey instead of like a rubbery lunch meat, like lunchables type. It was like a, it had that, like the carved turkey taste to it. That and uh, yeah, and I tried yours and yours was good. I, I don't, my only thing with that was uh, we were, we stood at a table, like it was like a standing table, the seating, it was so busy and we mobile ordered. And so, but yeah, it was, the it was there order. was way too many people to i think they need somebody i don't know how you would manage that like if there's nobody managing who's sitting there i don't know if there was or not i didn't see anybody there's like, someone that stops people from going from the in in through the exit but there's no one really stopping anyone from sitting at like, a table while people are in line I, I think the way that they should manage that is i don't think they should just let people grab seats while they're waiting in line because you have people coming in line that are at the back of the line grabbing a seat when the people with the front of the line might not have done that and just creates a lot of like yeah that's you know, the like idea it should but... be like hey you need food to sit here <laughs> honestly um yeah. but i i don't know how they would really manage that i guess they would just require you to have some like your meal to sit down but it, they need more seats i don't know it's just a little stand though honestly so like it just seemed like a very busy area of the park it's very popular and we did not get to ride the slinky coaster but we've ridden it before and yeah, that one's good, but not worth a two-hour wait. It's a good yeah, coaster, it was, though. Yeah, it was a long wait. So we just we we decided to ride Tower of Terror, and I think that was about it that day. Because I can't think of anything else that we rode. I'm trying to think of what we did. Because uh, we, we stood in the Tower oh, of we Terror. Oh, that was the day we went to Epcot after. Yeah. Yeah, I think we went there. We Yeah, we just stood in Tower of Terror, and we were just kind of like, you know what? Oh, yeah. No, we didn't do anything. We got a coffee. Uh, we got our food. We got. We stood in line for Tower of Terror, which was a, which ended up. We were thinking, oh, the lines are going to be shorter than they actually say. But that one ended up being an hour wait, mm-hmm. um, almost exactly. I think it might have been a little longer, and um, that's a. Fun, we were glad we did that one. That one's fun, and then because um, it was between that and Rock and Roll Roller Coaster, and I like both, but I kind of was just feeling like doing Tower of Terror, which and I'm then, starting uh, to really enjoy nowadays. I don't usually like the drops, but I, I, it's a fun one. one. A mobile order for something, or does that one we ate? Did we ride yeah, Tower of Terror and then we ate? Yeah, we 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 went Tower Terror and then we picked up our food because we were like pushing it in terms of the pickup time and the window for pickup time and getting off the ride. We were like really pushing it. Um, and then we got you a coffee, and then we were like, "Well, what do you want to do?" We had done every, we had done all the other stuff we wanted to do the day before, so we were like, "Well, let's go let's ride the Skyliner." Take the Skyliner over to. Epcot and then Epcot ended up letting us in early, like 15 minutes or 20 minutes, right? Oh, yeah. They really did let us in early. And like, it was like 15 or 20 minutes early. So it worked out great. It was and, perfect. And then, that's and then I where personally our... like Epcot a lot because you can just kind of walk, walk around. and You like the park, but you don't like where we ate lunch. 
Oh yeah, I, I completely right. had forgotten about that. Yeah, well, so we were, we were trying to. Yeah, you know, you want to go on the reservation fiasco. Yeah, so we had a reservation for like four something for Space Two Twenty, and I said that's going to be really close to our dinner reservation or our eight o'clock reservation at Beer Garden. So let me let me try to cancel it or do the modify and and move it out. But there was you know Space Two Twenty AWS. Servers were down or something too. It wasn't that effective. Yeah, yeah. The the servers were down that day. I couldn't like I couldn't find anything when it did load. It you know it was impossible. So we were like, okay, well, when we first get there, let's go over and see if we can you know cancel it. So we went over there. Very nice people. Uh, this is nothing against the cast members. The the guy was very. Oh, helpful. he was probably one of the nicest people that we encountered at Disney. Yes, I would uh, agree was, with that. Yeah, he was super friendly and so like, polite and. He canceled it, and I was like, unless you can fit us in now, we would just like to cancel it. And he said, well, I'll cancel this, and we can fit you in now. So I was like, okay, cool. We get to try something new. It is what it is. So he let he gets us in. We can take the cool, cool space elevator up 20,000 billion light years away, which that the entrance is a cool experience. The, the whole beginning, you know, getting you up into space and getting you back to Earth kind of after your lunch is great everything else was it left a lot to be desired like the yeah it was not uh, great the it it just i don't know what i can compare it to but like you're spending like 25 dollars per portion you get in a bar i got a burrata salad which like is a burrata salad it's not that complicated and not worth 25 dollars he had the calamari which was good but also not worth 25 dollars and then we both got the burgers because that was the only thing that really sounded, you know, like we were in the mood to eat. And the burger was fine. It was just a burger. So then at that point, you're like, okay, well, what what am I really getting for this? You know, I think it's I a think flat it rate is, of $55 yeah. or whatever it was. I think it to me, it feels like kind of like... <laughs> They're they're marketing it marketing it towards kids, kind of like I don't know how Rain Rainforest Cafe is, where the food is kind of like I don't know if anyone actually likes that place, but it's terrible. And then like you're going for like oh my kids really want to go here, so it's kind of like Happy Meals and McDonald's, like that sort of thing, where they're just trying to get you your kids to really want to go. The parents have to take them, sort of thing. And it, that's what it feels like to me. Like it feels like just like a a big uh I don't know. I felt like a, I felt kind of ripped off. I'm not gonna lie. It was expensive, even by yeah. Disney standards, for what you got. I and... I would have to agree. The service was fine, like it, you know, it was it was just fine. The the like, whole. I know experience. you're going to spend a lot of money on food at Disney. Sit down food for sure, and I, I definitely had that expectation. I just did not like. We we're going to talk about Beer Garden, but I do not feel that when we go to like Beer Garden, like that place was is awesome and it's fun to eat at. Uh, like it has the theming and the food to go with it, because it has like a great experience when you're eating there i just felt like there was something missing I, I just couldn't put my finger on it like it just felt really like scuffed is the word i used it's like the beginning was cool kind of like you're in the elevator you're looking down that was cool and then you're in there and like the screen is kind of like that's fine <laughs> it's fine it doesn't look that great i mean it's cool and you can't see so there's not a lot to see from all around the restaurant. So we were sitting further yeah, toward the back and like but right Earth next to the screen in the center. You're right next to the window though. Yeah. yeah we were we sitting were, at towards like yeah the back of the restaurant. Further back and and there wasn't much there. And 
I don't know. It just, it wasn't it. We're not going back there again. We the don't recommend was fine. it. It was it nothing to do with the service and the food was fine. Like it wasn't bad or, but when you're looking at how much you're paying and what you could, where else you could go, even within Disney, uh, like yeah. I think it was close to how much we spent at Topolino's and we had a, I had a bottle of wine at Topolino's and, or a half bottle of wine, I should say. And, um, you had a glass of wine and we had appetizers and we, we spent and more Topolino's. champagne. It was like a whole experience at Topolino's. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great food too. I mean, so like that is like on a whole nother level and it's honestly the price we ended up paying was negligible indifference. Like it's just crazy. So I think, it's a big skip on the space 2020 for me. Just speaking of Topolinos, I just want to give a shout out to Imagineers podcast, Imagine and then Ears, like Dis- Mickey Ears, uh, for responding to my tweet and letting us know what olive oil they use at Topolinos. Apparently, at one point they had two, but I think they just switched to having the reserve Gene Wren or mm-hmm. Renault. So if anyone wants to know what olive oil they use at Topolinos, it's good. Uh, I'm your girl right here. Got it in uh, got it in my DMs on my phone. Yeah, it's Reno because there's a little olive there. Didn't really look at that. So if anyone wants to try it, I know we're going to try to look at World Market or somewhere to see if we can find it. Whew, yeah, it's good. Totally yeah, knows. Really always tastes, recommend. Yes, yeah, it's, it's always great service. Um, our waiter was super nice. And it was just a great experience. I, I do love that place. And I think it's really like... Uh, contempt, uh, what's it called? Uh, California Grill, I think, is kind of. I, I love California Grill because, you know, great memories there. And I think we'll continue to go there. It's just, they're starting to. Uh, Topolino's really gives it a run for its money. I mean, the menu options are better, but just those are, overall. I feel like those two are like the biggest, like the closest in comparison for like their target. It's like that fine dining within Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's any others that really reach that level of fine dining but yeah i think for me personally i think topolino's is starting to and they're both rooftop with beautiful views i mean obviously california girl has the better view (laughs) because but i love the riviera that's all i gotta say that's yeah i would like uh, hopefully we can stay there that would be a nice place to try to stay i I do like i we played some cornhole some uh cornhole yes stephanie was kind of feeling a little stressed because our dog yeah yeah well we were stressing over our dog because he was having some issues um he was Oh, Gimli. If anyone has any advice for a dog with separation anxiety, just slide into my DMs. So we played some cornhole to get it off off her mind, and it it was fun. I lost. I I lost. Just for the record, everyone, I lost. It's fine. (laughs) No big deal. But anyway, we after our after our Space 220 experience, we actually managed to ride a lot. We did Spaceship Earth. We did Figment. We did Living with the Land. We did Test Track, which Test Track had like some downtime. I think that was also the long that was longest we did Epcot for sure. Oh, it broke down or something. They were doing some testing. It was it was rough. We just waited it out. Yeah. But then Beer Garden, I got to say, is absolutely one of my favorite restaurants, if not my favorite restaurant in Epcot. It probably is my favorite restaurant in Epcot. It's overall a great experience, great food. You know, I feel like I'm getting the the value for how much it is. It's just you get entertainment. The service is always great. I, I just have no, absolutely no complaints it was delicious. on that. The, they had the beer cheese, which was pretty ridiculously good. I filled up on that a little too much. Yes, and you, you and Jason both with the beer, the beer cheese, cheese. Did with the pretzel rolls, and then yeah, it's just always consistently good there. I mean, 
even through COVID, we went when they had to, they modified a little bit. They weren't doing the buffet. They were bringing the buffet to your table almost. They were bringing family like style. Family style. Yeah. That was um, great. Even through that, it was good. We also, oh, also we forgot to mention a few days prior, we ate at Homecoming and Boathouse and Wine Bar George. All three are tops of mine and probably Jackson's. So I don't think we can have any complaints. I will say that Wine Bar George does not have the pork right now because of supply issues. So I would not go to Wine Bar George. And this is probably like maybe an obvious thing, but I wouldn't go there to fill up on food. Yeah, no. I would I, I would definitely like do it as like a after dinner or like a like a late night or like a midday, I don't know, kind of thing. Like just to like socialize and drink wine and have some cheese. Pretty great. There's a lot of cheese. Their food was good, but you just it's just all cheese dishes and I was like, Oh my goodness. And they did have some great wines. Um there was a Pinot Noir I had and I like wine a lot. The waiter recommended and I got a bottle of that. So it was great experiences for the most part. Just Disney, I don't know. Just it's Disney just isn't where my love is. My love is at Universal, which is where we went for the rest of the week. And we rode water rides. Oh, we had so much went fun. To the pool, honestly. So we don't ride the water rides. Usually we skip those out because who wants to walk on the park with what clothes? But these were like pool days or like just kind of yeah. water ride days. So we went on Popeyes a few times. We went on Ripsaw and we went on uh, River Adventure. All of those were fun. We saved some people from getting absolutely soaked in some very nice clothing that they had on. Yeah, I think almost like that's the way to do it if you're staying on the property is to just go in your bathing suit to the parks and ride the water rides then because they are fun. They're just no one wants to do them and spend the whole day, like you said, in the park because uh, they do get you absolutely soaked. Uh, we have some funny stories about that, but these poor people. That's man. probably the way to do it is to break up your pool day by you going to the park if you have, you know. If you're staying on property, honestly, yeah. especially with Hard Rock, Just it was walking distance. The, yeah. It was great. And the order we did them was like in the order that you get wet, like dry, like we did River, was it River Run? Is that what it's called? River Adventure. River Adventure. Sorry. River Adventure. Uh, Park River Adventure. And that doesn't really get you super wet. It gets you a little wet. And then Ripsaw um, Falls is hit or miss depending on who's in your car. You can, yeah, the way that get you, you push water. Wet. Do not ride that if you want to stay dry because you will get wet on that almost guaranteed and then popeyes uh like the team member says it's like jumping into a pool with all of your clothes so you know we save that for last ride it a couple times and then we headed back and we had a nice pool day hard rock has a slide so we rode the slide a few times had some beachside nachos which were very delicious and had some drinks i think their drinks are pretty good there i'm not like a cocktail super cocktail guy but i think well i know when ryan came with us the time before he really liked their drink and he's a big drinks and he's a really big cocktail guy so if you like drinks that's a good place to get some either my tie their my tie was pretty good and I had blue suede shoes, which is a frozen drink, and I enjoyed it as well. And it was just overall a great experience. And then we went to two nights of the Orlando Informer meetup on top of the one that we went with all of our friends. We ate way too much food, and we managed to ride Velocicoaster again, Hagrid's again at night. Both are a different experience at night, and highly, highly, highly recommend checking those out at night. What else did we do? E.T., obviously. Men in Black, Jackson hit over 800K. One day he will... Hit nine 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 I would have. Uh, let me tell you, I would have had it because I was at like before the part with the eyes. I was at like four hundred thousand, and then of course we just I was getting spun by the other 
car. Yep, and he I was couldn't getting get it screwed, man. That time. Oh, that's the way it goes. We'll get but... there. Uh, we did Mummy a few times, which Mummy is always a fun time. In we had a general. really weird run on it. <laughs> oh yeah. It, oh, and the rides right. breaking. Oh god. And then Gringotts. Oh yeah. We do need to be fair and talk about some of the ride issues we had at Universal. Girls, <laughs> we don't normally have this many, but for whatever reason, that uh, so there was three rides, right? I feel Ripsaw like there was, was delayed. Ripsaw. Because I don't know what happened, but we got to the front of the line and then they're like, we got to hold this for maintenance or run and, a few boats, whatever. It and is. then when we did get on it, it was like it was on like turbo mode, like the water oh, yeah. was like flowing like really Full fast. Sense. And when we went down that, I feel like we're going away because we rode it two or three times on this trip and it felt like we were going way faster like, in general, like even on the parts where it's just filler, like in between the drops, we were like zooming. I, I was watching the water current was, I think they had some sort of setting for that or that might needed some adjusting because man, we were going fast. And then <laughs> we had an issue with Gringotts where we get to almost the bad. last room. It was like the second quote unquote launch section of the ride, which I won't spoil, but it was toward the end of the ride and the lights come on this. Like you see everything in that the screen room. froze through. Yeah. The screen like yeah. went out and we sat yeah. there for a while. The timing when it came back up was not synced. It was kind of like a, it was they, broken. It was broken, but they would have let us re-ride. There was a line to re-ride, but we were like, we're going to come back tomorrow. So there's no point, which is the beauty of staying on site. And, you know, honestly, yeah. being able and to I do think it. if you, you know, ideally they say, oh, sorry that. And then they tell you to just get in a line to re-ride. But I think someone complained because when we got off, they were like, oh, sorry for the delay. And that was it. And then someone in front of us complained to the people and said hey like it literally broke it wasn't a delay <laughs> yeah. So, yeah and then the third so ride the mummy was the, was the, the mummy. mummy we had a weird thing happen right on the launch it like kind of we thought we were gonna have the same thing that happened on gringotts where it just was gonna break it was just a really we've ridden it so many times that it just something was off and there was a long delay before it launched and then and the it, was whole slower. Ride, it felt slow. Like I thought we weren't going to make it around one of the turns, honestly, at one point. It was that slow. Like it was like the minimum speed to that it, it could go to make it over the some of the turns and bends. It was crazy. It was, very, it was weird. It was kind of like a kind of weird, trippy experience on us. I was like, whoa, it was a little slow. Yeah, but those that was it. That was all our issues with the universal. No, universal that was, was and we were there a lot. So like our chances of encountering an issue were high because we were there like every day five days yeah, all day four days, six days. yeah <laughs> so yeah was, we was a lot we were really testing and so you know i feel like that's not bad three three little the only one that was a really big issue was uh Gringotts. yeah because that really disrupted the ride to a point where it was like what the heck just if happened. that was your first time riding it would have been not a good experience for you yeah and i feel like that's a big thing with theme parks is your, your first experience can be your first experience back in a long time or your first experience in general can is everything so like if you get really unlucky and they're just not having a good day, you could have a bad impression. And that goes for Disney and Universal. And so maybe Magic has just been dropping the ball for just me. I don't know. But well, you know. I do like I do love Space Mountain and I do love Haunted Mansion. Um so there's that. And I can say that about and I love Pirates too, yeah. Pirates is great. And we I think they know. might have added some stuff to Pirates. They I added just... like a crab or something. What? <laughs> Maybe we just didn't recognize it. I don't know. There it seemed like it they added a pig. Some Wasn't like it a pig? Props. I don't know if there was a crab that I didn't recognize. Oh, I don't before. know. Maybe we just didn't know. I feel like this trip, I was able to sit and like look at what was actually around me. I don't know if it was because my glasses were on this time or it just felt slower paced like on the ride. So I could, I was able to look at more stuff. But I felt like I noticed more things. Mm-hmm. 
Universal, I was able to try Wimpy Burger, which was good. And their curly fries are delicious. The churros are great. And I don't know. I just, I can't say enough great things about Orlando. Yeah, we tried the Harry Potter one too. The Harry oh, Potter yeah. one too. Uh, was, Harry Potter. It was I fine. think that was a good value. I mean, for the all you can eat thing that we had for. Oh, the, yeah. No, for the meetup. Yeah, if you're going to go to the meetup and you're I, in for ribs, I thought they were pretty good. For I wouldn't go. Ribs. I wouldn't go there like on my park day. Yeah. Like, yeah, normally. it'd be busy. It'd be, their corn on the cob was kind of weird looking. <laughs> I didn't yeah, eat it. it's kind of shriveled and <laughs> it sad. weird. It was like baby corn or something. But it's fine. All in all, we had a we had a nice trip. I think um, we're glad to be home. We're glad to be with G. I don't think I could complain about anything else. Our wedding was beautiful. And we I mean, I'm just glad that we got to see so many of our friends, some more than once. So I mean, yeah, I don't I don't know any any last minute thoughts or reviews that you'd like to say to the folks at home? No, I mean, did we get this? Did you mention we, we didn't? Uh, we met Ken. I don't know if you mentioned that. Oh, yes. Yeah, so we met some new people. Probably should mention that. Yeah, we met Ken Circus Bear 16. We also, um, Adam from the Massimore podcast. That was our first time meeting at our wedding. And we met our friend Angie, who uh, designed our invitations. It was it was just a nice little internet friend reunion. So it was really nice to see these people face to face. We met Ken and oh. his wife. And oh, Justin. And- I've heard, we've met Justin before, though. I know. I was saying we saw them again. And then well, who else? Oh, uh, Rob, right? He picked you up. I don't know. If he- oh, shout out to Theme Park Rob for picking us up from the airport. So many people we have to thank for the success of our trip. I also got a cutie E.T. toy. So everyone knows I love E.T., but now I have him in my heart and in my office to make me mm-hmm. happy when times are sad. I think that's that's a wrap on our trip. I think we did so yeah. much in, in a week and a half and it's all jumbled up. Thanks and the Hard Rock was a great stay as always. A nice yeah. place to stay. It was it's always pretty quiet. I mean, yeah, there theme park hotel. It's probably one of my favorite places to stay. I can agree with that. I will say that some of their room layouts are weird. I do have a room tour on my highlight on Instagram for the suite that my friend stayed in, and it one of the bathrooms just had a weird layout. Our bathroom, you had to like get next to the toilet to close the door because. You like the door? Oh yeah, the toilet door out in the bathrooms there is weird. It's like they measured it to the like the centimeter. It's like yeah, it's, it's wild. Other than that, it was great. <laughs> so we will be staying there again soon. And the value you get for the express pass is really nice. Oh it's- yeah, for sure. Always, always, always. You get it for the check in day and check out day, so you get two days for the price of one. So think about that, people. Think about yeah, that's just a great. Yeah, and just in general, the Express, I don't think we really got into, well, you did talk about the Genie, but just the Express system at Universal is just way, way better. I don't really, I thought FastPass was fine. I think this is probably a popular opinion, though, that Genie Plus is bad. I don't know. I think it's just bad. I think that corporations are starting to go in this direction of pay for more services instead of offer more services with single payment. I, I think that's kind of where a lot of corporations are going. But anyways... Pay to play, play to win, pay to yeah, pay to play in in games and everything. It's pay streaming services. You're gonna have like so many different tiers of Netflix now, and you're gonna have every freaking streaming service. I will say I got my caramel corn, so I'm a happy girl. Oh, we got a lot of snacks. We we got a lot of snacks. We got Gideon's cookies in the freezer that we should go eat, and 
Uh, don't forget to mobile order your caramel corn from the Germany pavilion. You can do that mobile order and pick it up and it's great. It's convenient. And it took two seconds. Um, I should plug myself, Jackson, you don't have any plugs, but if you play video games, Jackson plays video games and that's, that's, that's the plug for you. I play video games and I drink. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. More to me than that. Well, yes, but you know, it's, it's fine. We're fine. If you play video games, let me know. We we play on the daily. But if you don't follow me on Instagram, check me out, Adventures with Stuffers. I've posted a lot of wedding content, a lot of content from our trip this past week. Twitter, AsianZing95. Go go check that out. Follow me. Talk to me. You know, you know, do all the things. And then hopefully the next episode, I'll have one more. Hopefully this month before Christmas. I will cross my fingers and hope for that. If not, I'll see you on the next one and hope you guys have a great day, month, evening, whatever it is. And thank you, Jackson, for coming on my show. You're the best. And I love you. Thank you for having me. I love you too. Okay, guys. Have a good one.